Instalock NYXL and NYXL Cruise Control Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Mead. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Sean Wilson, the robot himself. Doctor, say hello. Hello, everyone. I, know. I really hate the doctor term. I'm just going to, can we just be Sean? Can we yeah, just do that? No, I like that you hate it. All uh, right, fantastic. Good. Go, great start. Do you know who, what else is good? Uh, who's good? The, uh, what's good? The yeah, Yeah, what's good, man? The NYXL happen to be the best team in the league, even when they're not trying. So we spent this week on an absolute rampage, despite looking like and actively admitting we're not playing for real. We're so, so I follow Jonak on Twitch. Right. He, Mecco, and Pine have just been playing Minecraft all week. They just played Minecraft. Like, I, Wizard has obviously told them, hey, we're not taking this seriously until the playoffs. This stage, you guys do what you want. Wizard even came out and said... A lot of teams are trying to copy us, and now that they have this top-down view that they didn't have before with the all-access Twitch, whatever, and they, the coaches stream it and get it all together in the VODs, and they're trying to copy what exactly NYXL is doing, and they obviously can't do that because they don't have Jonak for one. But on top of that, it, they, they're, not, they're doing it, but they don't know why they're doing it. And yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty obvious to see uh, Wizard be like, well, we're just going to run standard very... We're not doing anything advanced. There's nothing crazy coming out from our side for this next for this whole stage. There's no doubt about that. And you've seen it. We played this. Uh, we're recording immediately after NYXL have defeated the Philadelphia Fusion in a Stop. in a four zero massacre. massacre. And the four zero massacre has been the absolute theme of the NYXL. Usually, when I do podcasts about sports teams, <laughs> the Rangers or some other team, I'll have something to complain about. But I have nothing. To complain about, so it feels like I'm circle jerking here. But I mean, there's there's no reason not to circle jerk though. They're just they're playing. They played the most. They played Genji Tracer into a Bridget and it a baguette, and it didn't matter. Oh. Like they just they just played outplayed Philly, and they I mean the last two matches were Seoul and Shanghai, and that was nothing. But they they're just outplaying teams, right? There's nothing tricky going on. They are just like we're clearly better than you. It, they're clearly better than, than everyone else. They clearly have the best communication. They sub where other teams don't. So, for example, uh, I have the stats up. I don't have the Philly stats up yet, but I don't think Philly really subbed tonight, if I can remember. Like, I don't think Snillo came in at any single point. Um, I think it was the same lineup most of the night. And yeah, it, it was, I, I don't. I didn't watch the last match because I saw oh, Pine you, you Libero, mi- and I was like, it's fine. You, uh, I'm just you, I'm missed, you missed out for not watching the last match because that was a fun Pine Carpe battle. Uh, one of the funnest widow maps of the entire year, but other teams are are no longer switching. I mean, the Soul Dynasty used to have uh, a larger roster where they would they would switch out, and since Bunny went to the Valiant, and they don't have other players. I mean, they they ran the same team. It was Gamble, Ryu Jahong, uh, Wakid, Fleta, Miro, and Zumba, and that was the only team they had. And and Zumba was a minus fifteen for them. We won thirty one out of the of, of uh, the fifty so fights we had in that match. Was an absolute massacre. So much so that Rio Jahang has come out afterwards and said he's <laughs> been like, "I'm no longer playing." Goodbye, boys. <laughs> he's not sure he's going to play in season two, and that's really disappointing, if I have to say, because he's a he's an amazing player, right? He is the he was the Jonak before Jonak, and really hasn't had a chance to shine on Soul. I think, uh, and, and a lot of people, and this is sort of the mantra that everyone says. I'm pretty sure Rio Jahang is 27, and you kind of start losing it after 25, which I know is unbelievable. So and- 
I, I, I was looking at this earlier. It's not because they can't keep playing. It's because of burnout, right? If you're, if you have to practice a video game 10 hours a day, uh, you know, for however many years he's been playing, I don't know. You just get burned out. It's also hard to be on the team that was supposed to be number one and then has been just plummeting since. Yeah, well, right. That that's got to be demoralizing. So why would he want to play next season? You were the team that the the analysts on the desk at at the beginning of the season in stage uh, stage one week two were like, I'd be absolutely shocked if Soul Dynasty even lost a game. Yeah, and now that yeah, I remember in the beginning they were like, that's us now, boy. (laughs) (laughs) They they asked they asked Soul in the beginning. They asked Ryu J Hong. I think who are you scared of? It's like no one. I think maybe London. Like that was the answer. Right, it was it was almost a New York Excelsior now uh, answer where it's like, who are you scared of? It's like, oh, we're just gonna play what we play. The answer used to be maybe London for NYXL, and I no longer believe it's maybe London. So to go back to your point of teams not switching it out anymore, I think it's because of this meta, which is I I really am enjoying this meta. I know a lot of people don't. Um, I well, no, but, let's stick on that for just one second before I get to your point. The sure. the meta right now, especially in in this stage for Overwatch League, is clean it is yes. real like there there's no there's no particular comp teams still run dive they run brigitte like dallas is is thriving because they can play brigitte and so dallas is thriving because they thrive in tank heavy stick to the ground and pound comps and that's that you can get away with that in this meta dive is not the god and the reason that teams are playing only these six people and why london even cut their roster somewhat is you want players that can play multiple heroes, right? Because if you just stick to dive and a team comes out with a Brigida, you're going to be screwed, right? And so you need to be able to flex around, you know, change up the comp. And you'll see it happening where teams are changing comps to adapt to what the other team is doing. And that's really what Overwatch should be about, in my opinion. Yeah, it should be the adaptation to, to, to counterfight. For example, today on Blizzard Wild, uh, we were running dive? into Brigitte the whole time. And you could tell that we wanted to just like push our limits and see if we could do it. Like what if a team was trying with Brigitte? Could we fight? How many how many ways am I going to pronounce that name on this podcast? Um how many like how could we fight Baguette with Dive? And the answer was almost yes. See, but I don't think you can if you went against Dallas's Dive, if you went against Mickey with that Dive, I don't know if it could happen. Well, we immediately switched to Pharaoh Widowmaker and won the fight like in seconds. Right. Like, in seconds. Like we Right, but I'm saying it was close. Like when we were, when we were diving Philly, it was it close. It didn't feel it didn't feel dominant. Like when I watch Mickey play uh Brigida with the Reinhardt, it feels like, you know, don't get closer or you're going to lose. Yeah. Mickey's been the most impressive Brigida in the league, and I don't think that's a question for, for so far. Uh not that our players don't can't do it. Totally can. But we also just don't we don't play her. Dallas is the only one that I think it's like a seventy five percent play rate. Yeah, they uh, don't. of her and everyone else is around twenty five. Yeah, no one really plays her like Dallas does. And we don't we don't play her because we're like we're still really good at dive. Uh, and we have Jonak, who's you know if we dive, you're he's gonna have free shots at people. Yeah, you know you what know? I noticed today, and maybe this is just me uh, really reading into things, and maybe Sabiola was getting lucky, but it felt like Sabiola knew how to fight Brigitte's already. He was like, oh, I kind of get it. Like, there was one time where he died to it. It was a uh, very obvious, like, stun combo, stun whip. But he goes in with the bomb on certain Vegetas, and he just kills them. Like, oh, sorry, man. I yeah. got, I, no, I, I'm going to win this. I don't think she's, like, a terrible counter to Tracer. I think she really messes up Genji's day. 
Uh, she's pretty good actually, at Winston too. She's done. She's she, a great yeah, job. Yeah, but I think the really only shutdown character is against Genji because he he does the the slash to confirm kills, right? Yeah, and that just puts you near people, whereas Tracer can dance around. Yeah, she can kind of come in and out of the fight, and you, you'll see Sabiobi do double dash e back like all, all the yeah. time against against Pragidas. Right, um, and even bait abilities like go for it. You oh. know, am I gonna do the double dash this time? <laughs> yeah, am I gonna? So yeah, it's um, it, it was very interesting to, to watch us dive right into Brigitte, but still just switch at the last second and then absolutely win. And Jonak, and, and I mean, I could write a thesis about Jonak, but it, it can't be stated enough how important he is to this team and what he makes this team. It it he changes the entire meta, just himself. I would I would hate to see. This team without Jonak because he he enables the way we play. That's the one of the reasons we were so good is the only well not the only reason but the main reason we're so good is because of him. I think it's well yeah on the field. I think the real reason we're so good is Wizard. Um, so if you guys haven't seen it, Wizard has started putting out a YouTube series because he's also you know not really caring about this uh, about this, this, this stage, stage whatsoever. Yeah. So he has a he has a I think it's called Wizard University or something like yeah, that put, uh, on put YouTube. Episode one came out this week. It's an hour long. He starts off by like this is going to be very basic. It's not basic. I mean, it, it yeah, is he's really like, in depth. He's analyst. like, guys, this <laughs> is going to be basic Overwatch stuff. So here's a spreadsheet. I've anal- I've analyzed every <laughs> single shot of every single movement. Uh, but he goes really deep on vision and and how you should perceive vision as uh, a weapon. And the way yeah. he, the way he looks at it is very interesting. Like he he shows examples of Mickey, who we just mentioned on Dallas Fuel, uh, using vision and 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 hugging quarters in third person with Brigida and or and or Reinhardt to get vision and use it as a resource. Right, and I mean just with that sort of coaching and that sort of insight into the game with the incredible players that we have, I mean you just can't lose. So I think it's a combination of John. Actually, it's a combination of all white players. I can't even put it all on Jonak. Yeah, Jonak's an all-star, but I mean, even today during Philly, I think the announcer's like, oh, we never talked about Mecco. And I'm like, yeah, Mecco's the best team in the league, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mecco is the most defensive, amazing player. I just don't understand. He's the best defensive diva in the league, easy. And then you can make arguments for other divas, but uh, you- I, I mean, my fanboy will say it's, it's, it's Mecco's the best diva in the league. Mano's the best Winston in the league. Uh, Ark is the best fair in the league, or sorry, Ark's the best Mercy in the league, followed by Animo, who is the second best Mercy in the league. Uh, you know, it's just, just our team is sad. Yeah, I don't know how Animo is so good. That's my question. Like, okay, so I, I have uh, the stats open from the Soul Dynasty series right now. I think Animo played two games, or maybe he played one. I'm going to double check here. But it looks like he played two. Um, They've been playing him a lot. Yeah, they have been playing him a lot. I, I'm looking here. Uh, Animo, this is great podcasting. Uh, can you just guess how many times he died in that series? Like three? What? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just... Uh, I, uh, like you said when we first got him, was how how did he not get picked off off waivers for he, so he long? Played two, he played two games in that series. He died once. That's I just uh, don't understand. Well, I mean, so how much does Ark die? Never. Uh, so, I mean, it's Ark, just... Ark died I a total of eight times in that whole series, too. But he he comes games. in. He's probably already... He's an all-star Lucio player. And then Ark's like, okay, you're going to play Mercy, and if these guys don't get back for you, you don't die for them. And uh, look how much you win. It's crazy. Right. And we're not even playing Ark right now. Uh, and I think that might might be due to some of the health issues he was going through for a while, and I know that he was going through some things. But uh, yes. I, it's, it's obviously 
the coaching staff has been like, you know what, Ark? It's totally fine. You take your time. You heal up. You do what you got to do. Play some Minecraft with the boys. Yeah, play some Minecraft uh, with the boys. And, uh, Animal, and is, Animal is literally just like, for some reason, not that much worse than you. <laughs> like, at all. Uh, and it's it fit totally into our team composition. Uh, flawlessly. Yeah, I mean, it's just like... I, honestly, to make a sports ball reference, it's like the Patriots where we could probably just bring in anyone and fit, fold them in and be like, all right, we're going to play this now. You ready? Hey, do your job. Yeah, uh, exactly. The co- shut up and do your job. Shut uh, up and we have Jonak as, as Brady. Yeah. Ready? I, I just oh. – Jonak is disgusting. He's, he's He does more damage than, than all other players on his team and the opposing team. And it's just like, what? How is that possible? There was a point today – I believe it was on Dorado where Jonak just had 425 health and I just laughed. I was like, oh, yeah. how? And he just he just oscillated and killed everyone in front of him. They couldn't kill him. What are you going to do? He's, what, oh, what are you going to do when he has that much health and you have Ark or Animal pocketing him so his shield is just regenerating over the armor? Good. What are you going to do? Good luck. <laughs> good. Like, should, should armor be under shield? I don't know, Blizzard. Uh, it seems fair with Jonak. Yeah, it's just... It's really unfair, and I don't. There's no team. I mean, when we first started the podcast a couple of years ago, and not like this has been around. This is episode five, four, five. Um, it's the red episode. Sure. Uh, this is an this is an episode of of our podcast. I think it's episode five. I believe so. Um, when you, we first started, there I was talking about certain teams I was scared of. Uh, maybe like you know, Car- Carpe still proved that he's the scariest player in the league. Oh, that's not on our team, I think, today. And I, I don't yeah. think that's – there's no scare. I, I was scared of Bird Ring. He's since cooled down and has not looked the same since returning. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll heat up. I'm not sure. I mean, if he wasn't on such a crap team side player, maybe. But Carpe is, is the scariest. Uh, Carpe I would agree is right just now. the scariest player, period. He just takes over fights. Very Pine-like in that manner. Um, but doesn't get to sub out like Pine does, which is – yeah. Uh, but that, but other teams going into the playoffs, there's nobody now. Philly is going through some things. EQO is now officially out with a wrist injury. Uh, we don't know how long. We're you you you're safe to assume anyone with a wrist injury is going to be back for the playoffs. I'm pretty sure yes. that's because guys, there's a month in between the the stage four playoffs and the actual playoffs start. So it's going to be a long time coming there. So EQO's out, and he he really brought a lot to the team. Shadowburn coming back tonight looked okay, but, you know, is obviously uh, not as good as EQO. Then we have Boston, who's 0-4 right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we even talked about it during the finals. They were being carried so hard by the Tracer play that, I mean, now that Tracer's not really a factor, they're going to drop off. It's just what's going to happen. Well, yeah, so that they're... And team, what has happened. Well, that's exactly what has happened. They've tried to play Dive. People play Brigida against them, and they, they can't beat it. They're like, oh, well, we, should, we should switch. They're like, well, who's going to play Farah? And Mistakes is like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, but, I mean, for the for the Grand Finals playoffs, I don't know who I'm scared of. I also don't know what the meta's going to be like, because New Hanzo is crazy. So, you know, maybe some team will come up. Uh, I doubt it. New Hanzo might be even more nerfed by then. And even if he's not, uh, if we run Pine Libero, a double sniper, that's going to be bonkers. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Like, <laughs> we, have, but, but we so, have this guy. 
we have Libero. Like, it's not an issue. So far, we've talked about the teams that are in the playoffs currently are Boston and Philly. Talked about them already. London yeah. sent home uh, a couple of their players, including Hureg, which was like, what? He was a starter for, like, the whole of your stage three. Again, I think that's because Hureg is not a flexible player like the other ones who weren't sent home. That's correct. Um, and I believe it was just like, we, we got to get down to our, our brass tacks here. We're going to do, uh, like, a, a shorter roster. We can't be doing what we're doing now. Right. Um, and they, London has not looked the same at all. And then, then the gladiators who have been hot, uh, but I still don't, I'm still not afraid of at all. I just don't, there's no, there's other than Fisher, there's no player on that team that I, I think even stands a chance against us. But then you go, I, you go look at the two, the two teams that have just fallen right out in, in Seoul and Houston. And boy, uh, I am so disappointed in Houston, man. Yeah. Uh, they're my boys. They look lost. Uh, after talking such a big game, like we understand the meta, I don't think you boys understand the meta. <laughs> you guys dropped some big games, and not only that, you got absolutely shit hammered during them. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. It was like, what are you doing? And I, I and Muma t- tweeted after, like, uh, I I cannot believe this happened to us. <laughs> it was like, yeah, right. Uh, it just, I mean, it was twice too, it, it, they're, and they're they're in such a hard spot right now. So I, they really are. So they're and, like, uh, of all the teams I named, like who is it? The, none. I mean, we're well. I, there's we, one team I did I didn't name yet, and that's the Valiant. We play them. This is a good segue. We play them on Saturday, so this is a good litmus test for our team. And by that, I yeah. mean, by that I mean we're gonna just go out and play exactly like we always play. We're gonna yeah. play dive. We're gonna, we're gonna show nothing. We're gonna we, sh- we'll take we'll take that L if needed. We'll hit him with the classic in the finals. Yep. I don't think we'll I don't think we'll lose, but we'll see. No. I, but I don't here's, a, but here's but. the thing: if we lose, it's fine. That's what I'm saying. Hit him with the classic. Uh, if you guys don't know what the classic is, uh, that's when you throw you lose a game earlier in like a tournament style, and then when money's on the line, like when the real match happens, you beat the crap out of them. That's uh, it. And that's getting hit with the classic. Yes, from the FGC days, but. Uh, it, we play them at six o'clock Eastern on Saturday, and that will be a game where I'm not scared of the Valiant. I'm just not. See, I, I think I think I'm not scared of them, but they they're they're a rising good team. Their their tank duo is very good. Like Asun, I think is an extremely good player. Funny. Uh, I yeah. I mean, I I think they they can give us a, a run for our money. Bunny is a, is, a, is a good player, but I don't think he matches up to any of our DPS. Uh, Space is definitely uh, an underrated player. Space, since he has joined, has basically been what turned this team around. I think he's the shot caller. Well, and Space and Bunny have been the big two. Right, but Bunny, I don't think, has the impact that Space does as, like, a leader. Uh, Bunny is, is a very much a player that's, like, a, uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons sort of, or dun- <laughs> Dungeon Crawling, you know, like, go do my own thing, murder people, come back. You know, he's not, he doesn't play that team role that I think space has really brought to the Valiant. Right. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. But at the beginning of the season, we talked about how, you know, personally, that there wouldn't, there'd be like a lot of runaway teams and most of these teams would lock up their spots, but everyone is within two games of each other. Ex- because New York has just stomped. Except NYXL. Currently, Every- we sit at a plus... 85 map differential. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Shanghai you know. currently sits at a minus 100. So I'll ask you this then. We'll move on to who are you scared of for this stage? 
I want to so, play Dallas. So if you, I, I do too, we if, don't play Dallas. That's why I've been. If you look about. at the schedule, that we this is the one stage we don't play Dallas. I was clicking around. I was like, do we really not play Dallas this stage? I know. Uh, it was like I want to play Dallas so we can shit house them. And, see, but I don't know if we, I want to see what happens. Uh, like I want to see if we have to run new things. So Dallas is a, is playing this week. For those interested, uh, San Francisco on Thursday at nine Eastern. And then Dallas is also playing Saturday right before us against London. The London-Dallas game is very interesting. Because London needs that win with Seoul hot in their tail. I think Dallas wins. Well, Gladiators are even more hot in their tail at this point. Because yeah, yeah. London has 22 and Gladiators have 20. So London's pretty I mean, pretty locked in. Gladiators, Gladiators are the only team that's beaten Dallas this stage. Yeah, man. All right. Well, this, this is some exciting Overwatch we've got going on. Uh, the Overwatch, yeah. the Overwatch League has been uh, thrilling to say the least. This stage has been good. It it sucks that it doesn't suck. It's actually awesome. It, it we have nothing to play for and we're just crushing. I mean, it sort of sucks because like when they're going in, like I'm not even invested in these matches. Like I said, I turned off this match when it was yeah, when, it, when it was close to three. It's, I was like, it's okay. weird because I'm like I was watching the match and I was so relaxed, and you could tell the team was so relaxed too. They're like, Jonak, by the way, Jonak looks like Harry Potter this week. Like, hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> like, the, like, oh, wow. the, the boy who right-clicked, like, super hard. And, <laughs> and uh, they they go to Jonak after, like, I think it was game three, and he's just, like, laughing. They're, like, on the stage, like, ha, 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 we're so good. <laughs> like, I don't, it's just they're so relaxed, composed, and put together. And they, they're not scared. You could tell it. You could tell. They're, they're just talking about Minecraft, you know, in, in comms while playing. Yeah. It's like a comp game. Can't wait to, can't wait to farm diamonds later. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I just... Uh, it, it, this team is so special that I just... I, I'm not sure how... It's so, again, it's so weird rooting for a team that's so good. So, it's not even that they're so good. They're so dominant. It's not even, like, when you go into a game, you're like, are we going to lose this? Like, I'll be disappointed if we even come close to losing this most of the time. We have three losses. <laughs> Four total. Right, but that's crazy yes. to have a team like that. Who has, what's the second place team? How many losses they have? Oh, uh, it's currently the Valiant have 12, and so, do, so does London and Boston. And we have three? We have three. You know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's. It's crazy know. to root for such a dominant team. Not even that they're good. I would love to have just – well, I love where we're, where we're at. But, you know, having a good team is very different from having such a dominant team where you're like, I'm going to be disappointed if we lose. Uh, like, we were disappointed with the stage one loss. Oh, uh, since then – We were uh, miserable. That's Right? Like, but We were so sad. I mean, this is just – it's unbelievable uh, to root for a team like this. Let's talk about uh... – the upcoming expansion of the Overwatch League. So right now, oh sure, I am. I this is gonna be all you. I don't know a lot. Of so I, I, there's only rumors right now, but I think this is interesting. So there's six teams almost confirmed. So originally it was gonna be four, but apparently it's six now. The Berlin team is like all but confirmed at this point. Oh nice, the Reinhardts. Yeah, the Reinhardts. That's what it'll be their team name. That'll be sick. Uh, one conversation I saw happening this week that I. I I think is scary and possible is the idea of an expansion draft. No, Nope. Who do you protect on our team? (laughs) I agree with you of that would be unfair. And I'm not sure how you would do it. Because if we learn anything from the NHL, uh, it's that expansion drafts 
can go very, very wrong and well, create a really strong team. Well, that was not supposed to happen. Speaking of uh, which, I should, ch- I should check the score of that game. But um, it did. It did. And that the difference between that is there's six teams here and there's That's one true. team there. So I'm not I, – when I think about the expansion draft, I'm not sure how they would do it uh, because I don't think maybe, – Maybe we should explain what an expansion draft is sure. for our listeners that, that don't know. That makes sense. In other sports leagues, when the league decides to expand, for example, uh, the NHL went to 31 teams this year. They give the ability to uh, pick players off other teams after the current teams have had the chance to protect them. So you could protect up to a certain amount of players, and then whatever players you've left over, supposedly or hopefully your worst players, get picked by an expansion team. Now with this, I'd imagine, I I don't think they'll do it because we're only in year two. So I think those teams are coming in with a huge disadvantage. But they're also going to be able to sign, probably, other players that want to move off their current teams that aren't playing. So that's kind of good news. I agree with that. I also think, I mean, it it's a huge pool of players that they can pull from. Like, from junior teams and from people, like, if you grab a Jonak, who's someone's just a ladder god, I think there's a lot of untapped talent out there that isn't in the Overwatch League. But I agree they will be at a tremendous disadvantage because they didn't play this first uh, season and don't have that experience of playing at this level. That too. And also, you know, the Shanghai Dragons are going to be looking to, uh, supposedly one of the other teams is going to be a Chinese team because the Chinese market is really, uh, you know, they would love to have a second team, maybe one that wins. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that you'll, you'll see this offseason Shanghai Dragons really retooling and looking for a brand new way to, I, I think almost every person on that roster will probably be gone with the exception of Gurugi, maybe. Side a player? Side players, oh, he's on, sorry, he's on Florida. Side yeah, players yeah. on Florida. I think you're going to see a lot of changes on on Florida too. Um, I think the only team that doesn't really make big shakeups is us. <laughs> and I could see. I could also see Houston not making huge shakeups. That's true. I, I think there's they're a solid team, and and Dallas seems to be okay now. And um, an effect has come out and said he will not be leaving Dallas. Yeah, he'll be he'll be coming back. Um, I mean, it seems like. Not to get into it. It seemed like the coaching situation there was extremely toxic. Um, yeah. and I guess it was hard to. Be in such a egocentric place when you're not winning. Yeah, now they're on guess. the same page. So yeah, good for Dallas. Glad they're good. Glad they're getting their shit together because they've had a real tough, real, real tough first season. Um, but we add Flower next season. Not sure how no, that's going to work. You know, Pine Flower, McCree, Widow, sure. I just, Why not? I don't know what to do. It's it's like the problem of hey, you got too much talent. And it's not like in other leagues where other sports leagues where you'd be like, wow, I got too much talent. Let's trade it for future talent because there's no such thing as a draft in the Overwatch League. That's what I wanted to happen. If we get to season three, that's what I think needs to go down. A draft? I think it's a draft where you have the kids that are going to be turning 18 the following year or kids that are not in the league um, that you, you're like, what's your, what's, you know, season, season stage three signing period's over. Everyone else after that has to enter the draft to come into the league. I mean, maybe. I don't. I just don't know if it'll work that way. Like, I don't think that translates from sports to esports. Esports, probably, because not. there's no like, there's no like farm system, or you know, like you can't just go up on the street and be like, "Hey, that guy's really good at hitting a ball with a stick. Let's sign him to the Yankees." You know? <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's, there's uh, that, I don't think I don't think it parallels um, that way. I, I'm just really curious to see what these teams do, especially when these expansion teams come in. 
Because it's going to be very hard to be worse than Shanghai, and I want to see someone try. <laughs> I, a minus it, 100 is absolutely ridiculous. I, it's really bad. Uh, it's hard to watch them now. But uh, they're playing Seoul, who's also looked bad. So you never know. It could be the first win, which yeah, would be Seoul's, crushing for Seoul. Seoul's going to four on them. I, I agree, but you never know. The, um, there's too much pride in the line there. That was like when a... What's when they picked uh, Shanghai Dragons to win against the Dallas Fuel? Effect single handedly got pissed off and won. Was, yeah, like, of course. Won. I was like, I'm way better than them. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, that's how that's how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> they're they're that bad. Let's think, because I want to hold your feet to the fire. Who are you scared of for stage playoffs? For stage four? Honestly, no one. If I'm no if one? I'm being real and I'm looking at everything, it, I, I I can't even say I'm scared of Dallas because I'm not. I really haven't played them. You never know. I'm not scared of them. I couldn't I couldn't be less scared. I was the most relaxed tonight watching a game. It was like Philly, one of my are one of the two or three teams I hate the most in the league, just relaxed, just totally chill. Nothing's faced me the whole time. We ran Pine on Farah and won. That was so and, funny. And Farah died he died, Pine died like eight times. And we won. I, yeah, he didn't get a kill for long. Cause you know what he was doing though. To be fair, he was just booping people into the hole. Like that was. I think that was the only job. They're like, fine, just hit concussions and hit their tanks into the hole. That's all you have to do. Play some golf, uh, then you can go back to Minecraft. What? Like that, I think that was it. And we won. Well, Did... because that, that's a huge thing. Like if a Farah knocks a okay, tank, but he a was getting crapped on by Carpet. I am aware, but this also means Carpe is not looking at other people. Like, Sabio will be pulse bombing your Bridget. Uh, I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not defending it. It was hilarious and it was stupid, but I mean, again, you, it could have been another one of Pine River at the stage playoffs. Was like, I just felt like playing Genji. I just felt like playing Fair. Yeah, that's fine. I, can see that. I I don't care. I'm, I'm sure Wizard was like, I don't care. <laughs> 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 Whatever you want to do, we're gonna. You're, you're that good. We can win. You want to hear something else crazy about this this I do. stage? Tell me. How many losses? Does New York have this stage? Map losses. Oh, that's a good question. So the last three games is zero. Can I? I think we lost. I knew we. I know we tied one match. Yeah, we have one tie. That's right. Okay. Do we? How one? many losses? Is it, is it one? <laughs> it's one. Yeah. Okay. We have dropped one map. Yeah. Good. And we're not trying. And we're not trying. That's right. Boy, that yeah. boy, howdy. That's a lot. Uh. So who's who's gonna be? Who do you think is in the stage playoffs? I think it stays where it is, which is New York Gladiators, Valiant, Dallas. Yep. Uh, I see. I see Indiana. no. <laughs> I see no other teams coming up. Yeah, I, I mean, I could Fusion Shock Outlaws. I can make a case uh, for. I, I could really make a case here for for Philly, but okay, because Carpe is just that good, and I could see Dallas falling off from where they are. Because Dallas, even though they're three and one, they're only a plus three differential map pool wise. They are. That's 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 right. Uh, um, whereas the Valiant and the Gladiators are plus twelve and plus six respectively, and we're sitting at a, a casual plus seventeen. So I'd have to look at who they played, um, because that could also like Dallas played Gladiators and got stomped. Uh, so that's a big reason for that map differential. I think the real test for Dallas uh, comes on this Saturday with London. I think that's what you'll end up seeing if Dallas is for real or not this stage. Because Dallas, why? Because you Dallas, have such a thing for London. They're they're terrible right they're now. They're not terrible. They're they're gonna. They're be minus a, four map differential two and two. They really need to beat Dallas. Like really, I, I mean, I, yeah, really and, need it. 
that doesn't sound like somebody a team should be scared of. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> but I, I think that's the first real, real like litmus test for them. And maybe I'm wrong there. I mean, I think Gladiators were, and they got stomped. So, but it could have been also they were figuring out what they were doing. Still, well, then the uh, next week Dallas plays um, Houston and Miami. And that's like okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, Dallas that's will, what I'm saying. Dallas I, will, yeah, will probably win look there. At, look at what the uh, what Fusion and and Shock have played. Uh, so far, because they could also be really high because of who they played. Like I don't know, I don't know who they've played yet. Um, but I know Dallas's map differential is that low just because they got 0-4-0'd by the Gladiators. All right, well Dallas, come see this, man. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a guest this week. I am flying to California in six hours, so that's... and I'm a lazy robotics bum who focuses on my work too much. Yeah, that's true. So sure, uh, I don't help at all with this podcast. I oh, just show up and uh, nice, and talk sometimes. Nice, great job. Um, so next week we're hoping to have a guest. I know we have some guests lined up for June. We have two different guests lined up for June at this point. Um, so hopefully we'll get some stuff done then. But till that, we'll see you guys next week and uh, forever upwards and cruise control, the easiest team in the league. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye.